Chapter Two of Pee Wee Harris and Luck. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Pee Wee Harris and Luck by Percy Keyes Fitzhugh. Chapter Two. They're off. The Snailsdale branch of the Drury Railroad went through the loneliest country that Pee Wee had ever seen, leaving the main line at Woodsend Junction the train of two musty dilapidated old cars lurched and rattled along like an old hay wagon the engineer and the conductor were all there was to the train crew and there was a pleasant air of family familiarity between them and the few lounging passengers bound for snailsdale manor all calling each other by their first names the engineer glancing backward shot remarks about the crops to the occupants of the baggage compartment who were playing checkers on a milk can he wore old-fashioned spectacles did this engineer and he looked over the top of them along the track like a stern schoolmaster his very look was enough to frighten away any cow that had ever attended school the conductor's name was evidently hink and from the trend of the talk it appeared that his cow was capable of some speed if his train was not for she had escaped the day before and had not yet returned he told everyone about this there were two stations or rather sheds along this line at which the train stopped but no one got on or off the ghosts of former passengers or loiterers were to be seen however in the form of carved initials which literally covered these makeshift shelters across the end of each of these sheds was a large sign quite disproportionate to the modest edifice given the name of the station the signs looked garish enough on these board shelters for they were of the regulation size and pattern used for such purpose from one end of the Drury Railroad to the other. Thus Hickson Crossing was as great as Jersey City, if that were possible, at least so far as its flaunting sign was concerned. The other station was Hawley's. The sign did not say Hawley's what, it just said Hawley's. There did not seem to be anything about for Hawley to own. One would say that it would be quite impossible for any village or neighborhood or crossroad to have less of a station than these two yet the neighborhood of goodale manor farm beat them in this for it had just no station at all it is true that a road crossed the track and that half a mile of travel over this road brought one to the farm but the train never stopped at this road it kept going after a fashion and did not stop till it reached snailsdale manor beyond snailsdale manor lay snailsdale glen then north snailsdale where there was a tannery three houses and a turntable here the engineer turned around while hink turned the seat backs over and the train was ready to return to woodsend junction posted on the side of this busy terminal was a list of two names called to service by the draft those rural heroes had gone and served and in the interim the single locomotive had ridden upon its drowsy carousel how many times but the two names were still posted there at the station End of chapter 2